When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Friday, everybody. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Craig. We got PD rocking a mullet. mullet. Yep. And we have Coyotes president and CEO Javier Gutierrez with us live in studio. Javier, welcome back. Yep. It's been a while, but thanks so much for joining us. Guys, thank you so much for having me. And that is <laughs> such a perfect situation right there, Petey. Yeah, I, so I, 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 I've got the mullet hat on, the mullet magic hat. And I thought, I said, it's, it's a little bit disrespectful wearing this while we interview the president and CEO <laughs> of the team. But he brought it for me, so <laughs> I, I feel ob- obligated to wear it during this interview. So if you wonder why, I've been gone for a week. I did not grow all this naturally. <laughs> Although but, I think I could. But it looks so great. Looks yeah, it's fantastic. Fabulous. A little sneak peek of what's to come tomorrow. Can we, and, I, and I think this rumor has it, this might be a giveaway tomorrow. That is the rumor. <laughs> we'll have to see. We'll be see. there tomorrow, 1 p.m. <laughs> Mullet magic, <laughs> is, magic back. is back. Part it's two. Back. Well, lots to get into, um, and we want to take your questions. So if you're here live with us in the chat, Drop any questions you have for Javier in the chat. We'll star them. We'll get to them at the end of the show. We have a handful of Discord questions from our diehards as well. Um, But right off the top, we'll dive into some of our questions and maybe answer some of the ones coming. But Craig, I'll I'll let you get us started. Yeah, what do you think people want to talk about after a few (laughs) games on TV? I'm sure you have no idea. So (laughs) let's talk about the TV deal with scripts. Okay. Let's start with this, though, um, because there's been a lot of questions about how come they didn't roll out this? How come they didn't roll out this? What constraints were you under with Bally when striking this deal, and how did that limit what you could roll out immediately? Sure. Well, first and foremost, uh, I do appreciate you guys having me. You guys are always the best and allowing uh, me and, and the whole team to always get our message directly out to our incredible fans, um, and including about what happened with the television deal. And yeah. I think that's the best way to, to contextualize it, which is we were under significant amount of limitations remember we were under contract yeah and we were under contract still for multiple years and so for us we had to operate as if this regional sports network was going to continue through our contract and we had continuously asked for affirmation of that and received nothing now obviously the sun's deal expires they then go a different direction but then you saw what the bankruptcy court did right um, and so everybody got spooked. Every potential partner, every potential um, technical partner said these are not conversations that we want to have because we don't want to be dragged into bankruptcy court being accused of going around the bankruptcy court's uh, jurisdiction. Yeah. So the timing kept getting pushed back, as you know, for resolution by Diamond about what they were going to be doing next year. And by the way, continues to be pushed back. And mm. so there was no guidance from that perspective. And so that was the backdrop by which we then saw the Diamondbacks shoe to drop as well, in which they couldn't come to an agreement and they moved on. And at that point was when it became very clear to us, we really need to figure this out. We began having informal conversations, which is all we could have. Right. I want to yeah. stress that as well. Informal. Like what, what you were allowed to like, what, give us an example. We, like, we couldn't talk can. numbers. Yeah. We couldn't talk channel placements. We couldn't talk uh, what uh, the footprint would look like. We couldn't <clears throat> talk about what a direct to consumer option. Um, so we couldn't prepare 
uh, for what it would actually be rolled out as. So everything from graphics packages to on-air talent to back of the house, you know, talent that we would then bring yeah. on board to us. I, I couldn't, we could not hire anybody until technically the bankruptcy court rejected the contract, terminated it, and immediately the next day we could begin to actually transact with individuals, with partners, with vendors, with folks, you know, the trucks that we have to, you know, rent not only at home games but on away games. So we were preparing for this is all the things we have to do, but we couldn't actually execute on them until that happened. And for us, we were working hand-in-hand hand with the league office. They were incredible, and I really give a shout-out to David Proper, who I know you got to know quite well during the Australia trip. Mm -hmm. He is just he was phenomenal, um, not only to all the teams, but to us in particular, because we told them, Bally's Arizona is going away. Like It, it is going away whether or not they want to let us know uh, informally, um, and we need to have uh, our fans be top of mind. And that's that's the other thing. Alex Morello's first sort of priority was what is the best thing for our fans? How do we increase accessibility, increase reach, increase engagement? And ultimately, if it has to be that we show the games for free, that's the direction I want to go. As if that's the best thing for our fans. And so everything we then oriented ourselves to was with that vision and that priority in mind okay. but but it was very difficult yeah um there was a lot of uncertainty it wasn't that we didn't think we would have to go this direction it was when we could go in that direction when you were allowed to yeah. yes um and just to back up for a moment when people look at the suns and diamondbacks situations like well how come you didn't follow their path they were in different uh con contractual situations than you right very different yeah. first and foremost the sun's contract ended yeah. with the end of their season so they actually had no contract left. What what happened was they had back end rights, and there was a there was a a, a, um, a debate, you know, that that was settled in court about whether or not the deal that they had done with their new television partner had the same uh, financial and economic value as what Bally's had the chance to match. Okay, and so that was the that was the sort of the issue that they were. You know, they were they were really trying to figure out and um, and and the judge had to decide upon. That was their situation. The Diamondbacks didn't get paid. They were in the middle of a season. There was a withholding of payment. And so they had to, you know, show what is the situation here. We're under contract. You owe us money. You're showing our games. So they're yeah. they're paying to produce them uh, because the Diamondbacks didn't produce their games. And so they had a very different situation in that. They're in the middle of the season with, you know, non-payment occurring. And so clearly that had to be resolved. Um, we were different in that we're under contract. We were out of season. Um, we were expecting there to be f a fulfillment of our contract. And it just became sort of clear that that wasn't going to happen. Um, and, and listen, they're dealing with what they're dealing with. I'm not saying those guys were bad guys in our interactions. It was just we certainly weren't the priority of them figuring it out. We needed to do it for ourselves. Okay. Go ahead, guys. Yeah, I just want to ask you, because we've seen four games now. Yeah. And so from your perspective, where you sit in the office after four games, how do you feel it's going? Yeah. Well, I, f I think overall we feel positive, but we know the areas that we have to improve. Right. So first and foremost, um, we have to let people know where to go find the games. And that's on us to promote, to market, to make sure that people know where to find us. That's number one. Number two, there were some issues in, not on us, uh, and, and we had to take on production of the games, but when we delivered the feed to some of the distributors, mm -hmm. the cable systems in particular, they were having issues in terms of transmitting it to HD. So I know that there was, cons I saw it. I, I, so I'm a Cox mm -hmm. a subscriber, and my Cox, you know, a feed was blurry, and it wasn't coming in. And it wasn't coming in in HD, and they figured that out, that it was, you know, the transition between SD and HD, so standard mm -hmm. definition, high definition, and then there's multiple types of high definition. They weren't going to what was expected to go to. I think last night's game, you saw it much cleaner against uh, the, the Blues. You saw the graphics look better. There was the location that we're going to be on, which is Antenna TV. Now, having said that, set that aside, the over-the-air has been... Great. Incredible. Yeah. Great. Right. The the folks who have the, the antennas, the folks who have, you know, coming over for free over the air, 
not an issue whatsoever to us. Honestly, that was the biggest concern mm -hmm. because we hadn't done that. Yes. And that, that, that was the new part. Um, so we feel good from that perspective, but we know we have a lot more to go. And by the way, the, uh, uh, we just launched our production company and you guys can attest launching a production company <laughs> isn't you just <laughs> flip a switch and yeah. oh, yeah, great. Yeah, we're producing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we know we'll continue to get better. We relied on the expertise of the production company that the Morello Group owns out of Los Angeles and the business that we're in. So for many people who don't know, we own television and radio and production in Los Angeles under a different affiliate. Um, we leveraged those executives and that expertise, and then we hired most of the, the Form Valley's folks. Um, so that's why you see Todd Walsh, and you'll see Jody Jackson, and you'll see Dave Foster, the executive Some producer. Trip, yeah, 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 so you'll see them all because yeah. now they're part of our production company. Um, but we know yeah. where are the areas of improvement. They're in marketing. They're in continued production. We have a lot of shoulder programming, ancillary programming that we are interested in, in building out. Uh, but we're really excited about our new partner. They are so fully committed. They are in. And what you're going to see us is really populate all their different channels, right? So ABC 15, CW 61, their, um, their, their, their app, their websites. Um, I think people are going to get sick of seeing me and Bill and Bear <laughs> on the news, on the, yeah. on the weather channel, <laughs> on their Sonoran living. Uh, we're going to be on all that. But you know what? That's why we were so excited about partnering with a partner who was had a presence here, has has trust and credibility, and is in it to win it. They are launching sp script sports. We are a key component of that. And see what what I wanted to hear, and, and I'm glad I heard because we we heard feedback right away. I mean, mm -hmm. people didn't know who to reach out to, so they reach out to us. You'll sure. see it in the comments. Sure. You saw it on Twitter. And, and I, I know this from any business, the negative voice is often the loudest sure. voice. So I understand that. But I appreciate that you said, yeah, it, we just did this like it's gonna there are things we are hey we get it sure we're, we're trying to do better because i i wanted to let you know i i watched it on cox first sure. a little fun thing. i watched it last night at home on my antenna phenomenal right. and so i i told this to people too everybody's so used to plugging in a device to get their tv the antenna isn't mm. like the old rabbit ears when we were kids it's oh. another it's just a device yeah. so you're plugging in a new device to get free tea any anyway yeah. so I, i'm just encouraged that that you see where this is headed yeah. so thank you for answering and there's a couple other things i want to also be very clear of we know we're not fully distributed we're not right they're trying yes. to negotiate right now getting carriage on direct tv on dish on hulu on youtube so let's do a little bit lesson of, but that's of, on them of, though yeah that's, that's, not that's on, on you. scripts yeah. that's on scripts yeah. but you know what it, it's it's Your our partner uh, right. we're yeah. the team and so we we but but yes those negotiations are between them. scripts yes and those carriage but having said that we know that that is what we need to have yes. done next and so people understand those carriers typically don't carry what are known as independent stations. Yeah, yeah. They carry affiliates. They carry an ABC and NBC, CBS. Yes. So that is new. That's new in general with the shift that teams like us, the Suns, uh, the Jazz, by the way, there's going to be plenty more, or, you know, the Vegas Knights, but there's going to be a lot more yeah. NBA, NHL, and MLB teams that go to this over the year, this partnership with mm -hmm. broadcasters. I, I know this because I they're calling me saying, how did you pull this off? Um, and so that conversation of now being carried by a Hulu or by a YouTube or by Edition Direct is going to be had and is, is going to be resolved successfully because the reality is having said everything we just did, sports content is still the most valuable, mm -hmm. the most important, the most premium content on all of media. It, it just is bar none. It's now how do you distribute it? And that distribution model we're going through a real dislocation. Look at what we're doing right now, guys, yeah. right? Yep. What you guys do is incredibly premium content. We know this. And how do you distribute it? And how do you monetize it? And how do you deliver it in a way where people can get it accessible and easy and what have you? 
So <coughs> lots of questions um, in the chat like, about the direct TV thing and, and YouTube TV and Hulu. So really good to hear that there's at least progress and that people can look forward to that. Yeah. I think another component of this that people have been asking, and I saw it just asked in our YouTube chat now, um, and I know Craig asked you about this, so I'm not sure if you have an updated answer, but streaming specifically, sure. um, because that's kind of how things are these days. You know, Absolutely. everyone subscribes to their Netflix and their, you know, Disney Plus and all of that. Is there going... Is there a plan to be a streaming option um, for the Coyotes games? And is there any update on a timeline sure. for that? So the the short answer is there's absolutely a desire and a goal and a plan to launch a streaming component of what we're doing. The question was, what does that look like? And <laughs> everything from... You and I talked should, about this for about 20 minutes exactly. because it's there's so many options. Yeah. I mean, starting with what should we price it at? Second, should we launch it? Should we partner with the NHL? The NHL has an option. For every single, so kind of insight, last year before the season ended was when Diamond went into bankruptcy. And there was concerns that they would no longer show the games. Mm -hmm. And so there was a kind of break the glass, you know, emergency plan in place for the teams that were that were part of Bally's uh, in which the NHL would produce the games and it would all go through streaming through the NHL app. Um, and so they got that up and running. Uh, you know, thankfully, we didn't have to deal with it. We finished the regular season. Then we got into the playoffs. And that's when our national TV partners showed all the games. Um, but that option is still out there that we are exploring to potentially give the capability to our fans. Um, it just becomes, is that the best model for mm -hmm. us? Um, and for us, we start with, again, the very first premise is, what's the best for our fans? What will be the easiest, the most accessible, give us the greatest reach? Because that was one of the things we were suffering from is we were we were dwindling in the households that had capacity to be able to watch the coyotes mm -hmm. in this market. And that really was impacting us. Do you do you know those numbers, by the way, what it was and then what you're reaching now? Well, we know that the footprint we have is three million plus, and that's without the digital yes. MVPDs. That's without the full carriage of addition direct. Uh, we believe it was under 900,000 households oh, in wow. the regional sports. And, 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 and dwindling. dwindling. Yeah, because more and more of those distributors yeah. yep. were, were, were not carrying uh, yep. the Valley sports model. There's a reason why they ended up filing for bankruptcy and are having the financial challenges. In, in Certainly in markets like ours, they just could not get the distribution that made it uh, worthwhile. Okay. So it's an ever-changing landscape Absolutely. is the answer because of the timelines. And I'll tell you what I did. Yeah. I called DirecTV. And I said, I'm a customer and I, I purchased Bally's as an add-on. I don't need Bally's anymore. It doesn't exist. And I said, I need this. And I chatted with the gentleman for quite a while. And he said, we'll pass along. I sent him articles. I sent him sure. this. And I think that it's up to scripts to get in. I, they, need, they need time. Yes. They need time. This will all be... Everything's going to be great. Yeah. But consumer demand matters too. Like Absolutely. If phone calls like that. If, yes. if those come in I volume, it matters. Highly, yeah. highly encourage yeah. you to use your voice. All yep. the fans of, of your guys' show to please use your voice and say, this is what we want. This is what we need. Absolutely. Yep. But but I want to just bottom line it. We will have a streaming option. It will come this season. Uh, we're working on it yeah. now. I literally left a meeting of one of the um, the technology providers that does that for multiple teams. I was even asking Craig about, have you actually seen this uh, for a particular NHL team? Because I, I hadn't. Um, and so for us, it's yeah. important. And in particular, I'm going to give you a little bit more insight. This market is the highest market for what is known as broadband-only viewers. That's folks who don't watch cable, but have broadband and watch television through apps, whether that's Netflix, hmm. Hulu, YouTube, uh, or, you know, yeah. now these. Because yeah, I'm apps. a YouTube, like I watch TV on YouTube TV. This, I'm one of those people too, broadband yeah. only. Yeah. Yeah. Broadband only and stream. OTA here yep. is almost 40% of this market. Wow. That's, that's interesting. Right? That's unbelievable. Which, by the way, why? Which so is you're why, cutting edge. It's not like you're, like you're in the front, you are the front end of this. Uh, you know what? I, I I'm. I appreciate you saying that, and multiple people have come to us and said, you guys are, are literally defining how this is And unfortunately, because you're one of the ones, you're going to get some of the blowback and yeah. some of the problems, and because you're going to be the first in. And so 
So and I just want people to just calm down, deep breath. Yeah, it, it stop does yelling. Seem, it does seem like fine. people are appreciative of I, you. I think so. And I think this is that's yeah. why it's important we talk to you. Absolutely. And, yeah. I, and that's why I wanted to come on and say, listen, I'll come right on right before the first home game because that's appropriate. I knew the deal was going <laughs> to come, and I knew there was going to be a couple games under our belt to be able to say this is what's working, this is what's yeah. not working. I can tell you, we know this is the right partnership. We know this is the right direction for us. This will help engage fans and new fans, our, our fans in waiting, uh, to have that accessibility. And just at the time when we've invested in this team to make it be the team on the ice that we are very excited about. And I, I know we'll get to that as well. But from the, the media side, we're at the forefront of this. Um, you know, we've worked very, very closely with the league office. But you're going to see this. This this is in, you know, the Vegas Knights were the first NHL team um, they had a they had a different model. Same partner, by the way, Scripps. Right. Uh, but but Scripps is producing their games. Scripps is in essence, you know, kind of taking on all of that uh, all that activity. We're launching a production company. <laughs> We're doing all the games. We're launching a new platform. We're going to launch a streaming option. Uh, and by the way, we all we did that in about six weeks. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, Quick question before we move on. There was a super chat that we got in our chat, and I, you kind of touched on this, but a, a recurring theme we've seen from our YouTube chat and on our Discord and on Twitter has been, you know, people go to sports bars and they want to watch the Coyotes, and just because of the lack of availability on Direct TV, yeah. um, and you know, most sports bars probably not having antennas on hand. Yeah, yeah. So this um, comes from Tyler. Um, while antenna has made games more accessible at home, lack of Direct TV broadcast has ma made it nearly impossible to watch in public because most Valley bars rely on direct tv um and you know they're calling sports bars in chandler so what's being done to get yep. games on direct tv and into valley sports bars because i think expanding making sure you're on tv and sports bars is, is just yeah. as important as making sure you're in people's homes well i'm going to send a copy of this directly to brian lawler the president of script sports who I think every single day has a conversation with the head of direct tv <laughs> sports and says this is why yeah and this is now you have to change your thinking, yes. DirecTV, uh, because I, I got it. I understood why they wouldn't carry Antenna TV before, but now Antenna TV has the Coyotes. Yes. And now there is compelling content why, where they should now have it. So that's going on as we speak in terms of the conversation between scripts, who that is the, where it has to be. Mm -hmm. As much as we would love to call DirecTV, and I have, that's not really my relationship. It's it's our partner in scripts doing that. All right. One more question on the broadcast side, sure. at least from us, before we move on. Um, and I don't know how much you can speak to this uh, because, again, it calls for some speculation in an ever-changing market. But we noticed you only signed a, a one-year extension with 98.7 for mm -hmm. the radio side. Do you have a sense of what the total broadcast package might look like after next yeah. season? No, it's a very good question. First and foremost, 98.7, incredible partner. Obviously, Arizona Sports, we're excited to be with them, and they have just done a really, really good job of, again, being part of our of our voice in the Valley. We signed a one-year extension because we didn't know what we were going to end up doing with television. Yeah. Um, and I think at some point you're starting to see this. It's all going to converge. You're starting to see it on other teams. Uh, the San Jose Sharks were the first one to begin to converge radio with behind-the-scenes streaming, which eventually will lead to also television, right, yeah. and in terms of uh, televised games, rather. So you're seeing what is what people want, which is, I want a one-stop shop. I want to go through one portal to get my radio, to get my, my games, to get my behind-the-scenes, to get my articles. Now, that could be a portal that then has multiple partners attached to it. So we could end up attaching a 98.7 to that sort of okay. portal. But that's the the, the biggest reason, the, the short answer is we did a one-year deal because I didn't know what was going to happen with television and yeah. I didn't know what we were going to happen with streaming. And so I said, let us just get our feet under ourselves. Let's continue as is, status quo, and then we'll revisit it. Okay. All right. Um, lots to get into. We'll move on from broadcast for now. I'm sure some more will pop up in our YouTube chat. And again, keep asking your questions. We are starring them. We'll get to them at the end. Um, just before we move on to talking about the arena, which I know people want to hear about, sure. um, we'll just take a quick pause. And if you haven't gotten your tickets to tomorrow's game yet, the home opener, tickets are available 
on game time, which is the best place to buy your tickets. You can get them last minute. Didn't your son get tickets $18. on game time to the D-Max game? $18 for the Diamondbacks yeah. yesterday. Amazing. Um, True story. Sean and Damon actually went to the D-Max game yesterday, got their tickets on game time. So if you haven't used game Today's time. Today's aren't $18. No, but that's okay. <laughs> If you haven't used GameTime, it's super, super easy to use. It's stress-free. And if you've never used it, you can download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about local things today and I, <laughs> I feel like i don't focus on this enough about ogs but ogs is a local arizona. scratch made gummy made right here in arizona and if you haven't tried yet you know you love to support local brands but also they're great um delicious flavors they have something for everyone indica sativa happy balance sleep edition microdose whatever you're looking for check out our friends at ogs brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors you can check them out across all socials at ogs brands and online at ogsbrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you. You must be 21 or older to enjoy responsibly. All right, let's get back into it, Craig. This will shock you as well. (laughs) We're going to ask you for an update on the arena. So Alex Morello hinted at news soon in a letter to fans. Yes, We know there's a letter of intent on a piece of land in Northwest Mesa. I'm not going to ask you to identify that unless you want to, of course. Um, So let's start there. Have there been any further developments on that particular piece of land? So a lot of developments, not only on that option, but on the other options that we've looked at. And I've been very consistent, guys. We are looking at multiple sites because of what we've committed to the league. And the commitment to the league is we will have something substantive to present to the league by the end of first quarter. So really within the end of the season, right? And second, it will not be subject to a public referendum vote. Okay. Those were the two commitments we made. So as a result, we had to put multiple sites into play because various aspects to each one of those sites come into, you know, sort of the equation. Um, I, I want to get to Alex's letter. Um, we thought it was very important for him to be very clear. And I'm, I'm looking at the camera to be very clear that we are committed to being here that we are doing everything we can, that he is putting all the resources and that he's willing to still invest in a privately funded, so no taxpayer dollars, or we will ask for zero money from the public, um, all the same uses. So the arena, the practice facility, the theater, the shops, the restaurants, the, the hotels, all the same, and to make it be an architectural landmark. We are, everything is still fully committed on that front. Now, what are the things that we're looking at? We want to be in the East Valley because we know that the mullet experience really has shown for a live events business, which is really what our business is. As much as we talk, we love hockey and we love the Coyotes. It's a live events business. The East Valley, when you're talking about where the population center is, where the corporate bases are, from North Scottsdale down to Gilbert Chandler into Central Phoenix, those are the areas that you want to be, that T that we've talked about. And unfortunately, it didn't work out in the first location that we thought we had a phenomenal proposal for. Um, by the way, I'd love to see your, you know, part two at, that, yeah. uh, at <laughs> the park, the park landfill, yeah. um, because it's unfortunate. It really, it really is. is. It's very sad for that community that is now going to be faced with with a hazard. And, and, and we had a solution for it in addition to it being the permanent home. The update I can give you is... We know that within, so it's October 20th, within 30 to 45 days, something's going to have to become public mm. uh, for at least one of the sites that we're on that is not known to most of the folks. And that's just because there's something that has to be done statutorily uh, mm. in order for that to be the case. Um, now, having said that, I've given you the date. First quarter within this season this is the requirement that we in the commitment that we've made to the commissioner um and we are very confident that we're still well on track for that i have a question though and this is just to appease me is is we sit here day after day going gosh i wonder if they're you know when's the arena when's the arena is this something that when you pull into the parking lot at work you're going you open the doors of the coyotes offices behind closed doors i don't not looking for that information but is this something that this is an everyday front of your plate this is what you're working on uh, if if i would look at my timesheet as they yes. say 
this is my job. And and, and I guess point. that's where, where while I'm looking at it going, gosh, I wish you would say something every day. I understand you can't. But as long as I know that behind the scenes, you're doing everything you can and you're working to get this across the goal line, as yes. it were, to get this stability in this franchise, that puts me at ease. I, I, I'm telling you directly right here, this is what I focus on. I mean, I had to deviate to put our games on the air <laughs> yeah, yes. and, and, yeah. and launch a Important. TV, yeah. you know, do a TV yeah. deal. Uh, but simultaneously, no, listen, we have a full team. It's not just me. So I want to make it very clear. This is a conversation mm -hmm. that we have 24-7. This is from the moment that that decision came down from the voters of Tempe. We turned the page. I literally, within five minutes, was on the phone with Alex Morello, Commissioner Gary Bettman, and said, okay, this is where we're going to go to next. Great. This is this is the plan B. Here are the things that we've been looking at prior to making the decision to come to to uh, Tempe. We're going to re-engage with them. And in addition, there's been new things that have come up. Remember, that was two and a half years ago. Right. So there were there are things that we are exploring that weren't available. But rest assured, and that's why we wanted Alex to get out and say, I'm committed. This is what I'm focused on every single day. We have a team that's focused on this. We will get this result. Right. And that is absolutely top of mind of everything that that certainly I and, and team members are focused All on. All right, let me try and press my luck a little bit here. Sure. Um, are you willing to tell us how many sites are actually under consideration <laughs> at this point? And if you're planning to or have already submitted letters of intent on other sites. So I've told you it's about half a dozen sites that are in active discussion. Okay. Right. Uh, and no, I'm not going to tell you what. In what <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> I got half of them. But, but, but listen, we are in that time frame. Yeah. I mean, this is. I'm. Truth be told, I'm actually surprised, given you know the the importance of this, that it hasn't come out. Yeah. Right. There's one site that came out because there was an intrepid reporter who found out about it. Yeah. But I'm actually shocked that others have not come out. And I'm okay with that, by yeah. the way, <laughs> because it doesn't help the negotiations when. All of a sudden, owners and, and, and folks who are involved in, in that uh, get a little spooked. Um, so it's been great from that perspective. But no, um, I'm, I'm not prepared to tell you okay. what state we're at. <laughs> but you will find out soon enough. Yeah, we got a couple more questions and then we'll get we promise we're going to get to there your There was questions. one about the Reno arena. So I'd love to talk about that. At some oh, point. yeah. Well, can we look, just talk sure. about it right sure, now? Yeah. Absolutely. So Ryan said, well, Ryan mentioned the arena in Reno. And when that news came out, I think people were kind people of shocked. confused yeah. about what that meant. So if you can elaborate. So let's take a step back. So I think you guys know that I used to run the investment arm. For, for Alex for, for many years. The very first property I bought in the fall of 2010 was the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. And when we bought it, the first thing we saw was, wow, it's almost 150 acres next to the Reno airport. Imagine what we could develop here. From day one, the plan was, yes, we're gonna buy the largest hotel casino in Reno. We're gonna turn it around. It's a great market. 18 months after we bought it, by the way, the Tesla plant showed up in Reno which you can see the same things happening here when, you know, folks who come with, you know, high paying jobs and the whole ecosystem around that. So that was part of the plan, but so was development. And there has been its own cash flow and its own financials that have been put aside to fulfill that part of the development. And so uh, I want people to understand that was always there. And what's happened is the the University of Nevada, Reno, got a new president, which is Brian Sandoval, who used to be the governor of Nevada, who was very keen on a new facility for them. That's number one. Number two, there is no facility greater than 5,000 people in the city of Reno. So when you're talking about major concerts, major conferences, major events, it just wasn't getting to that market in the way it should given the growth that it's had, uh, certainly since we've owned GSR. Uh, so that was next. The final thing is, and I pointed this out, it wouldn't have had that reaction. I mean, imagine if the Tempe vote had gone forward, we wouldn't be putting two and two together, like, oh, my God, mm -hmm. this is where they were going. I want to be unequivocal <laughs> here. The Coyotes are not moving to Reno. <laughs> the NHL would never let the Coyotes yeah. move to Reno. Hey, but you're broadcasting games in Salt Lake City, so. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. everyone. That's another one that. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that we wanted because guess what? It's another big yeah. major market, and yeah. we want to create a regional. 
Why aren't people saying, are we going to move to Albuquerque too? Because yeah. <laughs> we broadcast there. Yeah, so, people just take things and run so, with it. So, no, the point going back to Reno is it's a, it's certainly going to be the home of for UNR, um, and they're and they're really excited about that. the The financials had and, and the capital for that had already been getting accrued over. Now we've owned it for almost you know twelve mm-hmm. years, um, and it was always part of the plan. The timing, yeah, the, the timing happened while we're concurrently looking for a facility in Reno, um, but that is the timing. That that's just what's happened. And I think also what happened to accelerate it is you're seeing a lot of investment in South in Southern Nevada, in Vegas in particular. You know, the the elected officials are saying, okay, what's happening in Northern Nevada? We're not taking public dollars up there, but there was a question as to how come there isn't as much attention uh, going up there. Alex saw the opportunity. Mm. Um, he's very excited about it. That is for that property, that community, completely separate from everything that we're doing here. Mm. I know that um, you know you've you've touched on it and you you know looked in the <coughs> camera and reiterated the commitment to the valley. But I think just the arena issue, just a lot of Coyotes fans feel, I guess jaded would be the right way to put it. Um, and one of our diehards in our Discord, Vagoda, um, asked this question. Um, Wait, not that question. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> not that one either. We're, no, we're totally good. Um, I'll just read it from our thing here. Um, but he said, um, Mr. Morello famously said, quote, I sure as shit want it. to win. You once told Craig that an arena was your first, second, and third priority as team president, yet there's no arena deal. Do you intend to deliver on these promises? I'm a Phoenix resident and fan of this team since September 96. And I'm tired of lip service. I know it's a little blunt, but no, we felt like Actually, it was important. I love that, to but ask. I also love the the gave the go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Fine, so that's really great. Yeah. See, that's um, that's for I the three of us. I don't think it's been lip service. I think there was plenty of activity. Unfortunately, the voters of Tempe did not agree. I don't think that it's been lip service when you've seen the investment that Alex has made to actually keep the team here and invest almost thirty million dollars for a temporary solution. I don't think it's lip service when we've invested uh, on a team. And in building uh, in a brand new, basically, hockey operations from scratch, the largest uh, scouting department, one of the best you know, player performance and training uh, sort of staffs in the NHL, you are the one who told me the credibility now of this team as a hockey team is actually there. Yeah. Be- so it, that's not lip service. So going back to the arena, we did plenty of mm-hmm. action. We put our money where our mouth was. We came up with a proposal to buy land from the city of Tempe. It's it's city-owned land, so they had to actually agree to sell it to us. Um, we went through a pretty significant amount of activity. Unfortunately, it had to go to the voters, and the voters did not agree. So we turned the page. If... The vote had been different. I don't think there'd be a question about right. how much effort went into that. No one was as disappointed as we were. Nobody. We put in money. We put in time. We put in effort. We have put in everything to try to resolve that issue. And remember, it's an issue that's been part of this team since it moved here yes. 28 years ago. This team moved from Winnipeg and played in a facility that had 4,500 obstructed seats. And then the decision was made to move to a brand new facility, but not in the place where it was the center of population and of corporate growth. Fantastic communities out in the West Valley, and I never want to dismiss them, and I never have, but for a live events business, it was a challenge. It was a challenge. We were also undoing a narrative of an organization that was dysfunctional much prior to us. And we've been trying to do that coming off a global pandemic, right? Let's not forget that I started in the middle of a pandemic. Alex bought the team and six months later was that. So I'm not here to make excuses, but when I hear it's been lip service and nothing's been done, I go, no, actually a lot's been done. Unfortunately did not yield to the results that we had hoped that you had hoped. And so we keep going. Yeah, I want to acknowledge all of that too. On the on the hockey upside, the investment is so obvious. Yeah. Um, I, I think I've told you this. This this hockey operations department 
has never been as locked down as it is now from a scouting standpoint, from a development standpoint, from all those other things that are so important to players, uh, the training side, the nutrition side, all of that yeah. matters, and it's all in a better place yeah. than it's ever been. PD and I have both been around this franchise for a very long and time. And can we, can we understand where it started from? Yeah. Like, remember, yeah. like I showed up, and a week later, my previous GM decided to inform us that he would like to move on from his four-year extension. Yeah. And we know how that turned out. Yeah. On the <laughs> Tempe Arena side, however. Jake's over here reliving all that. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, but on the Tempe Arena side, when that vote failed, there was some criticism <clears throat> of the campaign that you ran, um, that maybe you didn't read the electorate well, that maybe you didn't invest in the campaign. What would you say to those questions? I would say that we invested over a million and a half dollars into a campaign in which 30,000 people voted, number one. Uh, we hired three different campaign um, political consulting firms and individuals, uh, all of whom had won races in that in that city. Um, I think that we showed the investment and the time and the commitment in a campaign that yielded unanimous approval by the Tempe City Council, yeah. unanimous approval from the four prior mayors, one of the most diverse in terms of industries and organizations backing Unfortunately, there were some certainly some outside forces, yeah. and I think you can look at the public yeah. fundraising uh, that was done uh, that that opposed us. Um, and I fundamentally also saw folks that were lied to and being told you will have to pay in taxes for this, yeah. and that resonated especially with folks who are elderly who are retired. And if you saw who voted two-thirds of the voters were 16 and older. And that clearly mm. had a sway in terms of the messaging that hit them. Now, we knew that, and we tried to, as much as possible, inform them both by being present, by the endorsements and the support that we had, but it didn't happen. And, and what I will share with you is this was a shock to the political sort of infrastructure of the Valley, all of whom fundamentally believed there's no way a deal like this will not get the public support. Mm. Um, and, and indeed, we actually had a lot of anecdotal evidence that even those that opposed us believed that it was going to pass and they would like to then have post the election conversations around how do we do things together. Wait till they get the tax bill on the cleanup of the dump site. But I digress. <laughs> Go ahead, Leah. Okay. Um, we're going to get to listener questions in just a moment. Um, but first, it's been cool. We've talk been talking a lot about how things are the landscape of watching games has changed, um, and that oh. includes Phoenix Suns games. So we'll take a pause on our conversation with Javier for us to tell you about our new partnership with Arizona's Family Sports, um, your new TV home for the Phoenix Suns. You can watch Over the Air, Channel 44. If you have Cox Cable, you can watch uh, Channel 3, Arizona's Family. Um, and it's, it's great, a great place to watch the Phoenix Suns. I really like this new kind of movement, and I feel like Arizona as a whole has kind of been spearheading this yep. whole thing if you look at it. So wherever you live in Arizona, you can visit azfamily.com and click Suns Games for listing information for your area. It's a great resource to help you find your Phoenix Suns games on Arizona Family Sports. If you've been watching our um, post-game shows all week, you saw our guest host, Jason Demers, in studio. I and think he's now the national um, spokesperson for spokesperson Shady Rays. For Shady yeah. Rays. Um, <laughs> Jason Demers loves Shady Rays. We even suggested that he gets his own like style sunglasses yeah, the on the website. Good grief. He was, if I you mean, know, you know. If you know, you know. He was rocking them last night on the post-game show. So Jason Demers loves Shady Rays. We love Shady Rays. And you should, too, because great styles, affordable prices, and a lot of different varieties and colors. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Okay, I want to get to um, this question from our Discord. Before you oh, start, yeah, I, of course. I have a new media partner that you guys might, you know, want to also bring oh, okay. into yeah, as yeah, your sponsors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max. Uh, yeah. Not that we don't love Arizona <laughs> oh, yeah. sports. Nope. Uh, but we'll get Max hey, on we'll it. Get, yeah, we we'll get Max to pick up the phone. Um, so <laughs> we, yeah, Max. <laughs> hope you're watching, Max. Um, all right, well, let's get into this question. Another one from our Discord. Um, and I think this is a really important topic. So we can pull it up. This one comes from Rose Colored Fact in our Discord. 
Rappaport and said, since the league is stepping back on supporting cause and theme nights, what does the team have planned to show support for LGBT plus community members like our own Lindsay Fry on the upcoming Pride Night, October 27th? How will the changes affect other theme nights and will there still be jerseys up for auction? So I, I want to be very clear that when Alex purchased the team and when he had a conversation with me about joining in this role, but he said, listen, I am going to invest everything I can to bring a Stanley Cup to the Valley. That is going to be top of mind. And I think we're, we can talk about the hockey part and the investment. It says, but here's the reality. At the end of the day, there's only one winner. So the question becomes is, what do you stand for as an organization? And what he looked at me and I said, Javier, the vision we, I have and that I'd like for you to be the person to execute it is for us to be an organization that does for others, that uses the incredible power of sports, this incredible platform and voice that we have to make a difference in the world around us. And ultimately, that's what convinced me to change careers and, and to come here because it's about more than sports. And for us, we take that very seriously as an organization. That is not ancillary to the business mm -hmm. plan. That is the business plan. Impact is the business plan. And so for us, we have shown through our actions from day one that we are going to open our doors, extend our hands, and welcome everybody. That is us as an organization. Now, I can't sit here and tell you all the specifics of the conversations that went on at the Board of Governors, amongst various teams, but the goal was how do we have the focus on the good things, not on all the potential controversial things? That was the goal at the league level. How is this now going to translate locally? Number one, we are never going to step away from our support of the LGBTQ community. It is core to who we are. It is core to our mission of being welcoming, of being open, of extending our hands to everybody and saying, you belong here. The, how are we going to do it? We now have a... Uh, a, a plan in place that says, players, how do you then take a step forward to work with us? It doesn't have to just be a jersey on the ice. It doesn't have to just be tape around your, you know, sticks. Even though those things we think are important, we can move on from that. Uh, I was mentioning last night, the San Jose Sharks, uh, you know, Jonathan Becker is a very dear friend of mine. Obviously, San Jose is where I grew up. Uh, it was the first professional hockey team that I ever went to a game. So he showed me what they did with their Hispanic Heritage Night. And what they asked was players to wear these commemorative jerseys outside of the game. And guess what? 100% of the players did it. Mm -hmm. We know that there's ways to engage our players, to engage our organization that don't just have to happen pregame. And in fact, one of the things that I kept saying is I don't want it to just be a pregame effort. I want this to be core to who we are as an organization constantly, consistently. It shouldn't be event-driven. It shouldn't be episodic. It should be constant. It should be consistent. Mm -hmm. And so for us, we're actually coming up with all of those opportunities. One of the things we talked about recently, and, and I hope you guys can be there, we're going to have a Top Golf fundraiser the Monday right after Thanksgiving. I'm going to ask players to wear all the commemorative jerseys that we have of all the different you know, theme nights that we want to celebrate. Those are ways in which us as an organization and these players, should they choose, can be engaged in this beyond just what is going on in a pregame on one event night. And this is not to dismiss the importance of that, that this is to say for us, we're never going to back down from our support of it. And we're going to continue to do it in innovative ways that are constant, consistent, and authentic. I noticed when when you went to the the Tempe City Council, gosh, I don't know if that is a year ago now or a year and a half. I honestly don't remember in my timeline. Um, but the number of people that got up and spoke on behalf of their group within the community and on a positive light, and there were several different groups represented there and it was all, Hey, the Coyotes have been great. And, and I, I, it's not always something that you're going to see on TV or in the newspaper, but it's still there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I sat in it next to commissioner Bettman the night that they, uh, the Tempe council voted on it. And the one comment he said to me, he says, you know, I've been going through these things for decades. <laughs> he says, I, I actually have to applaud you guys. I've never seen the breadth of organizations mm -hmm. 
all right? Everything from the academic community and the schools and the young people to our fan base, to the businesses, to the LGBTQ community, to the Native American community, we have prided ourselves in saying we are going to be an entity that is going to embrace our role as a community leader. And in fact, one of the value propositions that I that I talk about with potential corporate partners is we are a platform for you to be seen as a community leader because mm -hmm. that's where we're headed. Ultimately, that's actually what got Goodwill on our helmet for our home helmet in the largest sponsorship of a helmet jersey, of a helmet because it was about more than just sports, right? We love the Coyotes, we love the sport of hockey, but as an organization, we stand for more than that. Mm -hmm. And that's not gonna change. And just to reiterate that last part of the question, will there still be jerseys available yes, for auction? Yes, okay, there will be. Perfect. Yeah, the, now we we have to just reimagine the distribution of that. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and But yes. Okay, good to know. Um, well, we'll get to some of the YouTube questions. And I want to start with this one from John, actually. And Craig just wrote about this this morning on the website. Um, John asks, what is your opinion on the potential for draft decentralization? Is going to the draft something fun for the team or is it a logistical nightmare? Yeah, that's a very good question. That <laughs> Literally, I have a Zoom call uh, with about a dozen people in our organization <laughs> later this afternoon. Listen, I, I think that the NHL is constantly looking at reinventing itself. Um, and when you look at the spectacles uh, that have happened with the NHL, I mean, the NFL draft, going to different cities, having this fan, you know, love fest uh, that they that they have done very, very well with, um, it gets you to thinking it's what, what should be the best model. Um, I think there's pros and cons. I mean, I think there's a uniqueness to the NHL mm -hmm. that we all come together we're all in, in the same city. Uh, you know, Nashville got taken over by the NHL mm -hmm. uh, during the draft. And then obviously, uh, you know, the year before in Montreal, uh, it, it, it gets taken over. Um, and so there's something great about that. On the other hand, what this could help us do is actually have more presence here in the Valley for us to do a bigger uh, blowout, which is what you see uh, NBA teams and, and NHL, I mean, and uh, NFL teams do. So I see pros and cons mm -hmm. to both. Um, I don't quite know where, I'll be honest, I, I don't know where uh, we're going to end out, uh, end up. We have to vote on it. Um, we have to offer our position, uh, I believe, sometime next week uh, to the league mm. as they take a survey um, about it. And so um, I, I think we, we haven't figured out uh, yet. I will tell you this. We're going to focus on what we think is going to be the best for the fans and what's going to be the best for engagement and excitement. Uh, we, in particular, are very well positioned in the draft for the next several years, yeah. given yeah. the amount so of draft. Yeah. So it's very, very important for us to have something to really celebrate and really engage. Well, if we have a vote, Leah, I, and Craig, we sure. would, let's let we, last year we were in Nashville for four days in the summer, and I'm okay with going to Vegas, Toronto, Chicago. Yeah, so so if we could keep going. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get too in the weeds. You can read what I wrote about it, but I think it's about relationships. It's one-on-one, face-to-face relationships, and, and it's about those kids that get drafted. Wow. To me, more than anything else, mm -hmm. it's their moment in the sun. When everybody descends, they get more attention. I and agree. I think that's special for them. Yeah. Sure. Also, by the way, if you don't do it the way we've done it, what happens to the suits? Oh, no, the the suits day. is the first thing I thought of. I, I, I think is this, it really? I think the oh, yeah. suits are, 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 are they're a mainstay. Yeah, yeah. they have so, to be. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's criticism from some people who don't like to have fun in their lives, but keep doing the suits. <laughs> Keep you, doing the suits. Yeah, I want to see you stand. But isn't that, yeah, like kidding about the suits, but isn't that, you, it's almost like you, you get a little joy and pride if people I dismiss them. In, oh, yeah. In yeah, yeah that's, uh, listen, there's a lot of jealousy out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Are those belt buckles that we got? Oh, yeah. oh, those were real last year. Those oh, were unreal. Oh, my goodness. Um, all right, we'll get to a couple more. I know we need to wrap up here in a second, um, but we'll do this one from the Angry Budgie. Would a streaming service, back to that, be potentially available outside of the U.S.? Is that something being considered? Yes, it's, it is something we, we're considering, and we know that there's folks that are outside of the U.S. who are interested in it. Now, again, not to get into the weeds of this, but you guys are dealing with this as in being in the media. What happens in 24 months or 36 months when maybe some of the larger streaming services come in and just say, we're going to offer this for your entire streaming service, right? Which, by the way, could very well happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you think of an Amazon, when you mm -hmm. think of an Apple and uh, how things are moving quickly. If I would have told you 
18 months ago. By the way, Bally's Arizona, you know it's going away, right? <laughs> Yeah, you no would have looked at me and said, you're kidding me. No way. No way. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that happens. It's too strong. It's got three teams and what have you. So things move fast. They move quickly. You have to be okay with adjusting. Again, for our fans, we're going to focus on trying to super serve them. Uh, so that is a priority for us. But I can't sit here and tell you what things are going to look like even, even two years from now. Yep. Um, okay, another one from our YouTube chat. Um, Mark said, <coughs> when is Javier going to help Craig get into a solid sneaker game? Oh, wow. See, okay, <laughs> where are you I wanted to ask about the sneakers. Yeah, anyway. that's Can why you I just asked put up, up on the table? Yeah. Oh, just, so I put was us like, all the shame here. I was stressed Can we see today those? with Maybe my the left shoes. one. Maybe the left yeah, one the left might be shoe. more yeah, visible. Yeah, there it is. There we go. Yeah, Always. I'm always learning. Air Force ones. Craig. I promise you. Now, I'm going to put Xavier on the spot here because we've been talking about this for probably a year now. I promise you that we're going to do this story. And if you give this exclusive to anybody else but us, I'll be very <laughs> angry. So we're going to do the shoe game at some point. And I know it's your son that's behind all of this. Yes. But back to the question. <laughs> the question is, yes, I am going to bring Javi to my next uh, interview with you. And he's going to make you download StockX. And he's just going to start picking things out and put them in your favorites. Okay. And you're just going to have to, you know, come together with your with your wife and say, yeah, this is what can I'm going to do. Can we bring Saul in so yes. I can get a raise? There you go. There you go. There you go. Oh I, I got to yes. tell you, having said all that, my wife's still not a fan of this look. She's, <laughs> like, she's like, can you look like an adult, please? But, but <laughs> don't you see, and you're, you walk that fine line between business and sports. Yeah. Is that a fair statement? Yes. And, and so you're in business meetings, but you're also involved in sports and it's more comfortable you're seeing it more yeah. and more i think the casual footwear should be more acceptable as long as it's clean and looks yes. good because it's it's your foot it's your back it's your hips anyway i'm i'm all in i oh, think yeah. it's fantastic but it and started yeah, it started please. in silicon valley right i mean yeah, I, yeah. I was there oh yeah I, listen i've worn a suit and tie from literally the moment i graduated from college but I worked in the Valley. I grew up there. And first thing that went were the ties. Wow. Then the next thing that went were the suits. And then it was the, you know, the 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 casual, you know, dress shoe. And they're just all out sneakers at yep. this point. So it, it does flow. And you're right. I mean, listen, to me, I was having this foot issue on my right foot because I would stand all the time. Mm -hmm. I wasn't used to being in a in a in a job that, that you stood all the time. I went to Mayo. They said you're potentially getting a stress fracture. You might not be able to wear dress shoes all the time. There and, is. and so I went home and I said, guess what? It's and for medical course, reasons. Before I could finish the sentence, my son was buying. <laughs> and he was like, Tell one me for less. you, yeah. one for me. We're good. So, oh, and, my and, gosh. You know, now we get into arguments about what does look good with suits, what doesn't. And, wow. you know. Well, so, you nail so it. It could all sure. be part of the Thank story. You. There you go. Can. Thank you. Um, well, one last one before we wrap up. Um, obviously, the home openers tomorrow. I think oh we're God. all excited for the back. mullet experience. Um, is yeah. there anything? Are, are there any changes at Mullet Arena that fans might notice um, for the home opener tomorrow against the Ducks? I don't think it'll be things that the fans will notice, but we knew that there was going to be continued investment. We have to make some more lighting, uh, some more of the sound system. Um, but, uh, but no, listen, it, it was a great experience. And mm -hmm. by the way, we told everybody it would be, I mean, yep. I, so I came fun. on and I said, guys, you guys are going to love it. Uh, even the commissioners like, this is going to be great for fans. And it, and it has been, and it was, and it led, it led to the eighth best home record in, in the NHL, in our opinion, because our players felt mm -hmm. the in excitement. They felt the electricity. Um, you know, tomorrow's going to be great. We're going to have a red carpet 10 to 11, um, you know, Alex Morello Jr. has been the, the the genius mind behind all of our collaborations on streetwear. So we're gonna we're gonna have a collaboration with Common Hype, which is a local uh, streetwear. Oh yeah, I saw the new hoodie. Yeah. Looks the awesome. Are, the yeah, new, the, 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 the gear. Our really office good. was chatting about that yeah. hoodie yesterday. I think Michaela Perkins wants one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the gear that, that they've come up with, and I really again tip my hat to, to Alexander because uh, he was the one who partnered with Ruigi. He was the one who really lead into a lot of the streetwear. And then we have this bear brick. Uh, oh, yeah. So a Kachina bear brick that's going to be sold um, tomorrow. And so Common Hype is doing a live streaming on an app called Network, which I had never heard of that they're going to be selling. Uh, Emma's nodding. She knows. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Listen, my son is yeah. like, finally, the Coyotes have like yeah. gear. Yeah, they, like, I mean, it's been it's been fire. It yeah, really has it's been. awesome. So for the last two years and and by the way, what that does, to be quite honest, is it brings in the fans in waiting. It brings mm -hmm. in young people. It brings in females. It brings in the diverse audience. 
We had a pop-up last year for the Ruigi collection mm -hmm. where I, I, we did a survey. It was 90% of the people who attended. It was five, 600 people had never been to a hockey game. Yeah. Wow. Had never That's touched cool. the sport. Mm -hmm. That's what you want. You want to expand it. You want to welcome it. And if it's through merchandise, if it's through content, if it's through experiences, you know, the next thing, you know, hopefully it'll be food uh, that, that we do things with. Those are the things that we are leaning into to say, we're going to super serve our fan base. We're going to put an excellent investment into a great team, but we're also going to welcome those that have never been a part of this. Keep me posted on the food. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, you said food, and I said, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Craig, Craig and his food. <laughs> Craig over there. Oh. But it's funny because when you mentioned this earlier about how what, what we're doing is different and kind of trying new things, having a hockey team, you get that a lot. What are you guys doing that for? Like what? But in 10 years from now, it's going to be commonplace. Yeah. Everybody's going to be doing so it. So I'll yeah. share the story, right? So I think it was two years ago. We were the first team to do sort of that fashion, you know, walk up mm -hmm. with the players coming out of their car. Yep. We got murdered. Yep. Murder. Mm -hmm. I remember I remember Shane Doan coming into my office. You know, there's getting I'm getting a lot of grief from all these <laughs> yep. other teams and what have you. By the end of the season, I went to I won't say the name of the team. <laughs> their entire video of uh, before the game was, was of the was of the fashion walk up. And it wasn't, you know, one of the fashion centers of the nhl <laughs> and so to me yep. it's okay for you to do things that make people feel like this is culturally relevant this is top of mind in the pop culture you know sort of conversation but more importantly makes it feel accessible and like you get me you're yeah. into the things that i care about um we think that's important all right. Well, we know you have to get going, so we'll just uh, wrap up here and let me tell everybody about our friends over at BetMGM. You can bet on tomorrow's um, Coyotes-Ducks game if you want, or you can bet on the D-backs tonight. Whatever it is, make sure you're using BetMGM. And if you haven't signed up yet, use the bonus code PHNX. You can place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10, and you'll receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. You can check out the show notes for full details, and now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. So we've been talking a lot about tomorrow. It's going to be a great day, a really busy day. And, you know, we're kind of working backwards. The home opener is at 1. We have our meetup at Illegal Pete's at 11 a.m., which the first 20 diehards get free food and drinks. So make sure you're right there at 11. Before that, you can go to the red carpet event at Mullet at 10 a.m. And before that, we hope that you join us um, tomorrow morning at Salt River Fields at Talking Stick um, for the Out of the Darkness Walk, which is an event co-chaired by our diehard Kelly. Um, and we're joining thousands of teams across the country um, that raises money for suicide prevention programs, unites those who've been affected by suicide, and helps create communities that are smart about mental health. Um, so registration begins at 8 a.m. at Salt River Fields, the opening ceremony. Opening ceremonies are at 9, and then the walk begins at 9.30. Even if you're just there, show your support. I know there's a lot of diehards already going. Craig and Petey and I yep, are all going to we'll be, be there. there. A bunch of our PHNX staff will be there. Um, so really looking forward to coming out, supporting the community. If you're not local, you can join P Team PHNX. The link is in our description and in our chat right now to join our team. Um, you can just join and show your support that way. You can join and make a monetary donation and help us reach our financial goal if you're able. But... Either way, um, we appreciate everyone's support, and you know we like giving back to the community here at PHNX. So we're really looking forward to that event tomorrow, and looking forward to seeing all of the diehards as well. So become a diehard if you're not one. Join our Discord, um, get twenty percent off merch events, and access to diehard only content. And uh, yeah, it's a great time to be a yep, Coyotes it diehard. Is. And, and I, I tell you what, the Discord they're on top of it during the games. Like last night, all three Buzzing. of us were in the Discord talking to yeah. the fans about what's going on, and. I continue to say it. I'm excited. And I watch this coolie kid tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. First NHL goal it? incoming. First I goal at Mullet. Yep. I, I want it so bad. MGM, first goal. Logan Cooley's first <laughs> NHL goal is at the Mullet. I need it. Mm, tomorrow. I need it.
All right. Speak it into Book existence. It. Yeah. Book it. Speak it he's into due. existence. He's uh, due. He's, it's tomorrow. <laughs> he's leading all rookies in the NHL right now. But Bedard's <laughs> gone scoreless in his last two. Cooley leads with four. I've said it all season. <laughs> this is, this is what I'll say. This team is a team that the Valley can get very, very excited about. Yep. We're going to play meaningful games. We have great young players, great young stars. And, and you know, obviously, Logan Cooley is a name that is popped out a lot. But when you think of a Matthias Michelli, mm-hmm. Sean Dursey, we knew when we got him, we said, watch out for him. Mm-hmm. And, and we've been very, very clear. And by the way, he's only 24. So when you're talking about, you know, a team yeah. and then, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't ever, ever want any of us to overlook Clayton Keller. Yep. And, yeah. and Nick Schmaltz has been on fire. Oh, my gosh. He's been unreal. Uh, he's been yeah. on fire. But, you know, Clayton Keller ties the franchise record last year in points. I don't need to tell you guys coming off a, an yep. injury. <clears throat> he's still our three time all star. He's our leader. Uh, we're excited to have him. But this team is exciting. And these. Free agents that, that Bill Armstrong signed. I mean, wow, right? Man Dubba has been everything we wanted. Um, you know, Alex Kerfoot, you know, I have a bias because he's a Harvard Harvard guy. <laughs> um, but uh, Jason Zucker, incredible. And then Nick Bustad and Troy Stetcher really yeah. coming back, yeah. I think really set the tone. From Minnesota. This yeah. is, oh, yeah, the Minnesota <laughs> yeah. kid. Uh, Absolutely. Oh, boy. We better cut it off right now. Yeah, and if you need to know where to watch it, it's on... Scripts on 15.2 on your antenna. Yep. There you go. Absolutely. Well, Javier, we can't thank you enough for your time. I feel like we got a lot of questions yeah, answered yeah. and thank looking you. forward to catching up with you throughout the season. And everybody here watching, thank you. Hit the like button on this video. Subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel so you never miss when we go live. We're looking forward to seeing everybody tomorrow for all the various events. Um, and, of course, follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Enjoy the rest of your Friday, everybody, and we will see you all tomorrow. Go Yote.